Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. But Romantic Warrior, he's well clear in the Hong Kong Cup. He's three lengths over Money Catcher, Denon the Kid. He is the perfect racehorse, Romantic Warrior. And he's now a Hong Kong Cup winner. Romantic Warrior by five for James McDonald. Bella Nipatina takes the lead. Kicks clear, two lengths, Rothfire. And best of Bordeaux streaking away. Bella Nipatina and boy, doesn't she deserve this? Bella Nipatina four lengths. And Zaki joined by Animo, who looks destiny in the face. At the 150, Animo takes the lead from Zaki. Alligator Blood on Thunderstruck. But it's Animo clear. G'day punters and welcome to another Racing Previews podcast. This week we are previewing Super Saturday at Flemington. Uh, it's only the new market now. It's the only Group 1 on the card, so it doesn't really feel like Super Saturday with, of course, the Australian Cup moving to a couple of weeks later. But anyway, well, Alfred, Nick McGalter, how are we? Good. Good racing. Flemington's always good, isn't it, Bob? That's it. That's, to, that's we'll have, debatable. We'll have bets. <laughs> it's good, good racing. It's a highly debatable topic there, Bob. Straight off the bat. Okay, you've, you've barely had time to look at the form. Do you want to tell the punters why? Where are you going this weekend? Oh, as far away from a fucking race <laughs> track as possible. <laughs> I'm going to get pissed with a couple of the boys on the river up the Murray. Is that a strip out one week and, he, and he's throwing the toys out it's of the It's not even park. a strip out. It's just like I'm fucking <laughs> over it, honestly. Give me the jumps. Like, seriously, that's the best thing. There's, I've got some breaking news... But I can't really, I can't reveal just yet to the punters out there. You're just gonna have to stay tuned. I'll give you a little teaser. What is it? Not next week. The following, I'll tell you a bit more about it. But yeah, big things happening behind the scenes at Nico HQ. Oof. But apart from that, yeah, the jumps can't come quick enough. I'm fucking over this flat. Well, race. we've had four f bombs. Like full credit to me. Got eleven dollars about a horse that started even money. The race callers called at home at the one fifty. I've been beaten by Artorius of all horses. Like, full credit for this cat coming out of his fucking grave. Make it five. And winning another race. <laughs> Aft cabin, just me and the driver, just looking at each other, just going, what the hell's happened here? Fell asleep at the wheel, the driver. Fell asleep at the wheel, <laughs> J-Mac, just unwinnable position. Are you off him now? Are you off the driver? No, no, me and the driver are tight. <laughs> me and the driver have just come up with another... <laughs> 
uh, we've just we've just come with it up with another hurdle. The racing, not only am I getting screwed over by the punning gods, racing New South Wales stewards just say, oh no, he hasn't had enough yet. We'll just we'll bend him over even more. Now I don't, I potentially don't even have J Mac on cylinder, who's going to start three dollars in the slipper next week when I've got sixty seven dollars. So we know how this is going to end. Well, that we? is my new segment. Far Hashtag out. Segway. That is my little news story. I've still got no idea what's happening with the J-Mac situation. Let's read out the, the tweet from Racing New South Wales. Racing New South Wales stewards acceded to an application from jockey James McDonald to amend the dates of the careless riding suspension he incurred yesterday at yesterday's Kensington Track race meeting so that he can fulfill his riding commitments pending the hearing of an approval. That goes on to the second tweet. Against the severity of the penalty imposed by stewards. Accordingly, the revised dates for the sixth meeting suspension will commence on Tuesday, 14th of March, 2023, and expire on Friday, 24th of March, 2023, on which day he may ride. So they've said a lot there and very little. So what? I've got no idea what's actually happening. Is is it still not been decided? No one does. That gave me no. a headache. I don't know. <laughs> There's not enough full stops in there and there's not enough information. I've got no idea what's happening. Um, apparently, the decision hasn't fully been made yet, but I've been told it's less likely that he'll be riding on Golden Slipper Day, which just gives me a headache. Right, well, this is here exactly we, why you should just bet in Victoria. just gives Don't me an absolute headache. Oh, <laughs> here we go. We've got the best day of racing probably in Australia next Saturday in Sydney. And then just wanted to slap me across the face with that bot. Full credit to you, honestly. I I couldn't be in a much of a worse place right now than you just want to have the you have the nerve to say just bet in Melbourne. <laughs> what? Why would I bet in Melbourne? It's the same shit here. It's not, it's not. Um, the jumps can't come quick enough. Sydney's not great this week. Well, the jumps happen in Victoria. Anyway, so Nico, you give go. us your full credit or your bake for this week. Just full credit to just everything racing. <laughs> It's a full credit and a bake all in one. Just like this game, when you think you when you think you've got it a little bit figured out, it just finds a way to finds a way to say no. You've got you've got no idea what you're doing. Yeah, royally bent over. And that's exactly. How about Eduardo? Happens. What about Darren yeah. Flindell calling Eduardo? <laughs> Even after the line, he goes. Yeah. The worst. Oh, actually, up, actually, actually the worst thing was Bob gave me a high five. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I swear it was. <laughs> Oh, oh, on the floor. <laughs> just, a, yeah. just another one. One of my many mares last weekend, like clean up on level three members I, back at to, Flemington, because my heart's still there. <laughs> yeah, I, I cleaned, I cleaned. Uh, I think I broke even for the race with passive winning because I launched Eduardo. Mm. When Darren Flindell's called at home, I was like, oh, that's real tight. I don't know if I don't know if he got his nose down because passive was coming at a rate of knots. Sickening. Like me and Eduardo, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's just all a bit overwhelming at the moment, punters. You can't tell. Well, Alfred, straighten us into line. Give us some statistics. Right, so my, my statistics for this week, uh, the jockey and trainer stats is Price and Kent three-year-olds first up between 1,000 metres and 1,200 metres are 22 from 83 at 27% strike rate and 14.3% profit on turnover for the, for the last year you can probably infer which which horse I am um, sort of inferring um, to be backing uh, later on in the card and then there's also 
Uh, Gay Waterhouse and Jordan Charles as a combination are 22 and 22 from 92 at 24% strike rate and 34% profit on turnover. And also, both trainer and jockey are profitable at Flemington. So I think if you're finding both of them, um, and especially when they're all in combination on the, the one horse, and you're going the right a way. A front-running jockey and a front-running trainer. You wouldn't read about that. All right. Oh, who would have Let's thought? get to all for something something sick to run over the top of both. Let's get to Flemington. Yeah. The rail is out four meters. It was out two meters last week. Um, how do you think it played, boys? In the lanes, there was a lot of straight races, so you probably don't get a real guide around that. But pretty fair. Yeah, maybe inside off a little maybe bit. Maybe a tiny bit. Yeah. That was pretty fair. It was Flemington. And same again this week. Hard, hard to get enthused about this meeting. <laughs> This is what happened There's last year. It looked at great days racing, and it was just a complete and utter strip out. Oh, I think it's a great meeting, and I, oh, I think that, of course you do. You never think, think there's a bad meeting at this joint. No, I think it'll play fair. Um, yeah, it's Flemington. It'll Beautiful. play fair. All right, Nick, we're going to need a change of attitude from glass half empty to glass half full because let's get into race one. It is a two thousand meter benchmark eighty. Shock them over. Has been smashed into even money favourite two dollars. Elverdun four eighty. Sparkle five fifty. Independent Road five fifty. The market saying they are the only four chances in the race. Yeah, two fifty they bet. I think Shockamover will just win. Um, five lengths off the leaders at the eight hundred metre mark in a slowly run race at Mooney Valley. Like it was just a complete slaughter job. And it was held up there too. It was it sustained the fourth fastest last eight hundred metres of the meeting at Mooney Valley that night. And from that point, uh, and, and still routed off the second fastest last 100 metres of the entire meeting. Um, I think third up, second time at the 2,000 metres is prep. I think he'll peak. And he gets uh, Craig Williams on from uh, from Jake Noonan, who, no offence, but he slaughtered that last start. And thank thank goodness that he did, because I backed Alvard on there. Mm. Um, but yeah, and, and the draws, I think, fine. Um, if anything, you can push even a little bit closer. And Craig, I've got some... I've done run some data on Craig Williams uh, since the January 30th 2012 at Flemington he's 800 182 um, from 1,249 at a 14.6% strike rate and 8% profit on turnover so his best is at Flemington and then when you really drill down into the to his rides under $3 he's 41 from 177 at 23.2% strike rate and 198 profit on turnover so this is the best track for Craig Williams and I think you can really have a bet here. Um, look, I've got him odds on. You can get $2. You probably get a little bit better, but I, yeah, I think he's a great Beautiful. Bet. Yeah, I'm coming with Shock him over. Um, I think he's a very, very talented horse. And out to Flemington, you just have to think that he's going to turn the tables on Alvedon. Um, bigger track. Alvedon's a Third up in the market. In the market. Uh, sorry, third up in his preparation. Um, the market hasn't missed him. I'm hoping for a little bit better price, but... Yeah, I don't really need to say anything more than what Bot said. Gets Craig Williams. Um, he also gets a small weight swing on Alvedon. So I was pretty happy to put the pen for Alvedon. I thought Sparkle was interesting on the backup. I'd probably give it a half chance, but betting up, shock him over. Hopefully we get $2.20 on the day. Yeah, the thing with Sparkle as well, it's only raced once at 2,000 metres, and it it was in Japan. It was probably in a better race than this, but it got gapped. Like, I don't know. You could, there's a question on whether it stays. I don't think it was really that strong through the line at 600 metres. It does back up and gets Blake Shin on, but, um, yeah, I was happy to be against it too. I, I thought um, Shockamoo was a genuine odds-on chance. Beautiful. Anything to add, Nico? You just told me whenever you want. All right, race two. 
It is an 1,100-meter sprint, and it is for the three-year-olds. The favorite is what you need, $1.85. The stablemate KGB, $6. For pseudo, $7.50. Sweet and $10. I don't think we need to look down the page any further because number six, what you need, is my best bet of the day. Um, I'm surprised we're still getting a dollar eighty-five, dollar ninety. Um, this is a very, very exciting horse. He's had four jump outs, so he should be ready to go. First up, his latest jump out was pretty smart. I thought he gave a horse called Katsu about six lengths, clicked up and chased it down. Uh, that's a Graham Beg horse who's actually won two or four races, so it's not not a complete hack. Um, what you need broke horse. the close class benchmark by 10 lengths on debut, so massive debut. And these horses around him just are nowhere near as progressive. Um, Jaws Barrier 6 for Ben Malm, and somehow he gets weight off the stable mate, who is an inferior horse. Obviously, that, that horse, KGB, has won two races. What you need is we've only seen it at the races once, but that was enough for me. Barrier 6, he'll just go forward, control the race, and I can see him putting an absolute hole in him. Yeah, um, Nick's got nothing to sort of tell me I'm wrong with because I'm backing two shorties in the first two races. <laughs> About um, time. Full credit, full credit to you, Bob. Thanks, mate. I think if they're betting better than even money or, or thereabouts, like a dollar ninety late um, on the corpse or Betfair, whatever, um, I'm getting involved in the shorts for what you need. Like the last 400 metres was about half a second faster than anything else on the entire day. At Geelong, I'm not 100. percent Do you know what happened? Why? Why he just? Why he? Do you have? Um, it was injury. Inflammation in his fetlock, so very low, very minor. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, that. There you go. Um. Yeah, he's had the four jump outs. They were they were good. I don't really take much interest in that. But the, if he just repeats the debut, I don't think any of these touch him. Um, maybe for pseudo improves with the the gelding. Um, KGB, I don't think's any good at all. Um. Yeah, I think you'll take care of them. I think I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if he wins by a, a big margin because I think he's a very good horse. And yeah, the, the stat that I reeled off um, at the start of the podcast was referring to him. Pricing counts three year olds first up between 1,000 and 1,200 metres uh, running at a 14.3% profit on Turner for the last year. So, pretty. So, we're going balls up. Like, he's a, he's a short, but he deserves we're going to be balls short. up what if his uh, two favourites get done in the well, first yeah. two races. Well, Nico, this yeah. is one of your horses. Pretty it horse. was sprooked as a Coolmore horse. Yeah, he'll fucking shoot in here. <laughs> I'm not going to have too many bets on Saturday because I'm not going to have much phone reception and I'm treading very warily, not just because of this meeting, but saving the bullets for the up and overs in a few weeks' time. But yeah, this thing will just win. Beautiful. Complete and other punters. One, two, three. Just striking about. her out. Let's go to race three. It is the Tab Cooney Stakes. It's a group three for the three-year-old fillies. Sorry, it's a group two for the three-year-old fillies. See You in Heaven was all in favourite, but she's come out, which means Shuffle Dancer is into $3. Revolutionary Miss has been well supported into three eighty. dollars five fifty. Papillion Club, 7 Rosita, nine fifty. And then you're out to Nunthorpe, who has also had some good specking into 15 uh, yeah, um, I'm back in Revolutionary Miss. Um, beaten a lip in the Blue Diamond and then beaten a length in the Thousand Guineas and then beaten a length by In Secret both times his preparation. Like, you read that, that form and, you, and you're thinking, how much can I get on this at $4 or whatever it is now? Um, she's clearly got gate speed, but she's never had the opportunity to use it. Watch her, 
her barrier trials watched last start. Um, she's reeled off some of the quickest late sectionals of the day, both times this preparation. I, I don't even think she needs to improve a whole lot to be to be winning this and get Zara from an inside gate. Um, I think it's a, a good bet. Um, uh, I've marked at $3 and I thought the price, pretty happy to have a bet there. And Snowden's and Mark Zara, a lifetime combination of 15 from 90 at 16.7 cents strike rate and 10% profit on turnover. So it's a good combination. Beautiful. I think number one revolutionary miss is the clear danger. Um, her form does slap you in the face, but she is only one from 14. And I think Shuffle Dancer still has a little bit more to offer. Um, she's probably, she's definitely been more of an eyes horse f- so far for Shuffle Dancer compared to ratings, I think. But she's a very talented filly, and I just don't think she's affor- been afforded the opportunity to put down a big rating yet. Um, three back at Flemington, she was hopelessly held up, and she rattled home in in the race fastest behind Road to Arataki. That horse, I think, had a what was it, like a $5 SP behind Ana Visto, who was the Group 1 favourite in the Coolmore yeah. and ran second, although well held. Um, last start, she hang off the track um, and she still knuckled down really good. She showed good fight, good ticker, T-I-K-K-A-H, <laughs> as Bot would call it. <laughs> good um, and I thought it was an outstanding win. Um, in between that, she was held up again at Mooney Valley and once she got out she could have won by three lengths um, if she had got out any earlier so yeah Shuffle Dancer she's had a little bit of a longer prep and she is a little bit shorter in the market right now like she's $3 I'm hoping for a little bit better Um, I do think they will come for Revolutionary Miss because you can see all the form slaps you in the face as I said but she draws barrier one um I think Revolutionary Miss won't be as far back as some people think, but I still would rather be in Shuffle Dancer's position. I think she'll have three wide running line, hopefully, and she can let down with that sprint up to 1,600 metres. Perfect. Revolutionary Miss will be leaders back. Calling it now. Yeah. Nico, uh, tell me why I'm wrong or something. Give me a... Give me a yeah, full have, credit. You've actually picked decent. You've actually picked horses for a change. So <laughs> well, this one, this one's one back from fourteen, here. isn't it? So it's got no heart. Yeah, it's got she, no ticker. She's a bit. She's a bit of a. I don't know whether she likes trying, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Give me a bait um, for that. Tell a me lot I'm of, wrong. Get a lot involved. of folks that think they've got a bit of idea tipping revolutionary miss. So it'd be interesting to see <sighs> if you can all lift her over the line on Saturday, <laughs> or you just you're just on a sinking ship. Um, I don't know. One's a winner and one's not. So be interested to see what this market does. If yeah, if you're pushing me for a tip, I'm probably probably going to back shuffle dancer. Revolutionary miss that enough chances. Right, let's mm-hmm. go straight to race four then. It is the size produce group two for the two year olds. I got that one right. Uh, V eight, great name. Three dollars thirty on the tab. You can get longer elsewhere. Dubinenko, four dollars eighty. Ganbare, $6.50. Uh, Freak of Nature, $9.00. Fist of Fury, $10.00. Sassy Boom, $12.00. you got the two good often horses, Amur and Tom Kitten, both 18 apiece. But do you want to give a quick summary of this race? You've called it one of the best two-year-old races of the year. Who are some of the horses who have won this race? No. Oh, hold on. You've put me on the spot. Uh-huh. But horses like Testarossa... Um uh, I'll go off the top of my head anyway. Lightsaber won it. Uh, Luna Fox won it. Well, I'd say an absolute superstar. Bit of Australian Guineas form, but... Shut up. No, like, most of them, gen- like, go on to win group races after... Hold on, give me... Talk and I'll, and I'll bring up the, the winners. 
Uh, quality podcast. This is why we should have two production Who's winning, Ben? Tell us who's winning. Well, I reckon... I reckon the favourite V8 is going to be extremely hard to beat here. Um, his debut win was exceptional. He jumped from a wide draw, went forward, did a bit of early work. Um, it was only a soft six, but it was driving rain. So you could see that evidently on the replay. Um, I think he'll be even better on a dry track. Sat OSL there, powered away one by six lengths, I think. Um, his most recent jump out was on a heavy nine and... His action, to me, to my eye, I'm not the best trial watcher, but his action wasn't as good as it was on the soft six. So I think back onto a good four will really suit him. Uh, he goes 1,200 meters to 1,400 meters. I don't think that'll slow him up at all. He's a son of Grunt. Grunt won an Australian Guineas and a Maccabi Diva Stakes over the mile at Wait for Age. He was a very, very good horse on his day. So barrier four for Damien Lane. He can sit uh, on the pace and he'll be extremely hard to beat. He beat a horse called uh, Aprila. I'm not sure if that's how you say it, but he beat that horse by six. That horse then, at its second start, was beaten 2.2 lengths by Freak of Nature, who is about $10, $9 in the market here. So that kind of ties in well if you want to go for that type of form line. Um, pretty happy to... Uh, you can get $3.90 on Labrex for V8, so I'm happy to take that. I'm a little bit scared of Ganbar, or however you say it, for Gay Bot, because this horse has drawn wide barriers that's last two starts and they've just snicked straight back to last he's ran home okay but i think he'll go straight to the front here and he will be the one to run down hopefully v8 will be right on his back and can power over the top all right i've got the the winners of the uh this vrc size produce so we've got let's roll the dice who won it last year lightsaber luna fox uh sir coney seaburge jamaica Zululand, All Too Hard, Shamrocker, Rostova, Von Costa de Hero, uh, Testarossa, uh, Talakwana. Like this, this is a, it seems like a, a horrible race, but it's like there's horses that win this race. Are, like you look back on it, there's actually some really good horses. So there you go. V8 is the Australian yeah. Guineas favourite in 2024. That's what I take out of it. <laughs> yeah, right, mate. V, V8 won by like a long, 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 long way. But he beat like trees, like he beat nothing. Um, <laughs> he beat trees. They were basically trees. I've got him four dollars, so I think it's about the right price for me. The horse I'm backing is Ganbare, Gambare. Um, it led on debut at over a thousand meters, and then it's drawn widest last two starts and and snicked at both, but strong late. Um, I think it'll lead up to fourteen hundred meters, and I expect it to improve sharply. Uh, $1. sixty SP on debut and then $7 SP against Corniche and Shinzo in the Skyline. I think that's a pretty relevant SP to this and I think there's a bit of substance to it because it's... Um, Mum was fourth in the Group 2 Millie Fox and the Grand Dame was Grand Dam was beaten by a... beaten a nose in the Metropolitan. Um, the Group 1 Metropolitan. Um, so I think it's... Uh, genuine substance in the breedings by Maurice. I think they'll put it off, put it forward. And since February twenty first, Gay Waterhouse, like she, she's just so good at the moment. Like seventeen from forty one at forty one point five percent strike rate and fifty eight point seven percent profit on turnover. So, like she's almost winning fifty percent of the time. It's ridiculous. Mm. It is crazy. Mm. And, and then I, I said the stat before with Jordan Childs and and the combination there um, and the other horse I think will improve is Fist of Fury I don't know if I want to back it but um, I think it'll improve improve because of the map or just improve in general 
I think it'll improve because it was it was in a really really slowly on race. Like it was basically a barrier trial, and then it went to that race at Sandown where they went stupidly yeah. fast, and and it obviously didn't handle that. And I think it'll improve third up up in trip with uh, probably a positive jockey change. Yeah. Any inside gate, I think it'll push forward. And the horse it beat, uh, Jay Warren is airborne, but I think it's going to go back from the gate, and it'll be hard to win from there. Too good. All right. Well, I'm back in the first four favourites on the program, and that's all right because I'm not having a bet here. Race five. You don't go broke back and winners. Race five is a group three. It's for the mares um, over 1,600 metres. Barb Raider is the $4 favourite from Exolita. Comes here instead of going to Sydney, $5. Inspirational girl. This horse is a real grey up, $6.50. Benny Allen goes on. So you see, $6.50. Forbidden City, $7. No secret, $10. Coming off a uh, a couple Mooney Valley wins and Cerulio miss $11. But if you've got anything here, then shout it out because I just put the pen straight nah, through this race. Nah, move on. Move on. This is disgusting. Like, in- inspirational well, girl's the best horse, but like so far it's not even funny. But um, Where is she at, honestly? Well, where is any of the horses that Leek's got his hands on? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Full credit to Uncle Bob. Successful yeah. mission this has been. Hmm. Just doesn't want to pay his trainer's fees. You yeah. said it. Got more than he's got. He's got more than he can poke a stick at. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to pay trainer's fees. Just give fees. him back to Grant and Alana. Or just give him to Kieran. Doesn't Irish matter. Team. They're cooked now. Yeah, they probably pass the use by yeah. now. Anyway, I thought mm. I was going to give my. I thought you were going to give my voice a bit of a break there, but you've just uh, handed the baton straight back to me. <laughs> Thanks, bot. <laughs> What do you want me to do? Elusive Express is probably a little bit big. Oh, there you go. Sweet. I'm not touching the race. That is perfect time for lunchtime. Yeah, me neither. 3 p.m. All right. Yeah. Let's go to race six. It is the first leg of the quaddy. We're powering through this podcast, and it's great. The Australian Cup Prelude. They've put this race on here. Obviously, the Australian Cup used to be on this day, but it's now in two weeks' time, and we've got the Prelude. So, right you are, is the $3.20 favorite coming off four consecutive wins Emissary is $4.20. Marachino, the warrior from the from the West, $6.50. Jaws Barrier, $1. Vion Declare, $9.50. And Regal Power, $12. I'll tell you why we're, we're flying through the podcast. It's because Nick's not talking too much. Yeah, probably. It's just a shit card. That's <laughs> not. Anyway, Young Werther's probably a little bit big, but I don't want to bet, so. Oh, no. <laughs> No, I don't oh. want to bet in this race. Right, you are too too short. You may as well. So is a mystery. He's the type of horse that you'll back. Yeah. Scoob Werther. <laughs> Noddy Werther. No, he's a, he's a good Young horse. Young I Don't Win Werther. <laughs> oh, it's, it's hard. Look at the races he's running. It's hard to win oh, when he's racing. It doesn't matter play. what race he runs in. He doesn't have a, He doesn't have any ticker. He doesn't have a will to win, but... <laughs> no ticker. No ticker. That day, he, <laughs> that day in the, the Turnbull... He looked like he had incentivized stone cold. I know incentivized is just a better yeah, horse, but I, remember, I was on incentivized that day, and I'm like, we're done here. And then I looked over and I saw it was Young Werther, and I said, no, we're not. <laughs> you look through this race, like, right, you are airborne, but he's got to be closer to his next loss each and every start. <laughs> Emissary is dour. He'll have a nice barrier trial here. What do you do with the the Perth horse? Vian declared one well last start, but flattered to be as close as he was to right you are. Mm. Regal Power 
Where are you? Young Weather, who are you? Surefire, <laughs> no heart. Noble Heights, super last start in shit shit races. Huetor, good horse, had a problem with his eye now. He might not ever see the winning post again. And yeah, what do you do with it? I can bring some clarity to this race, I feel. So... Oh Emissary goodness. weakened noticeably late in the Peter Young. He was probably entitled to. Um, fitness probably gave way. But notoriously, he is either good first up or better later in the prep. He's had four starts second up, and he's never run a drum. Some of those have been wet tracks, so I can kind of forgive that. But still, there is a chance he's still a little bit flat off a brutal, brutally run Peter Young first up. Um, right you are is flying I don't really have too many knocks on him other than he's had his birthday a couple times and he did regress last start so I think the horse we can back with a little bit of confidence at $7 and $2.30 is the Western Australian horse Maricino who will lead and will go at a fast gallop this horse is extremely tough two starts back he beat Steinem who won the Peter Young um, first up he was brilliant he went at a fast tempo and he kept kicking all the way to the line. It was very fast. He ran, so on the all benchmark, 13.6 fast to the to the 600. He's come home five slow. So obviously he's gotten a little bit tired late, but still he's going to control this race. And right you are compared to last start, I don't think he's going to know what hit him because this is going to be a much faster tempo. And I'm happy to back in uh, Maricino. Uh, Turner, the jockey, comes all the Troy Turner comes all the way from WA for this one ride. Uh, this horse will be running in the Australian Cup in two weeks, and I've taken a bit of fifty to one. But yeah, I'm, I think he's going to be running a place here at the very worst. I'm happy to take seven dollars, and I'm happy to have a very good place bet at around the two dollar thirty mark. Cool. 26 dollars. Speaking of Australian Cup pre betting. That's it. If you haven't backed on Thunderstruck yet, go and have a piece. If he doesn't, if he doesn't go there and start two dollars fifty, sub, I'll be shocked. Gold Trip's not going there. He's going to Sydney next weekend for the round. He's danger. not going to back up. Oh, well, fuck me. If I'm Thunderstruck, can't beat Nonconformist. <laughs> he should dead set. Give True. it up. Nonconformist, good horse, but dead set. I'm Thunderstruck. Is I'm Thunderstruck going to the Australian Cup? Chance he backs well, up there. Yeah. Prices look. It There's would a be massive chance because he's going to have a massive BT next week. It would be aggressive placement mid prep to go to Australian Cup on the backup and then go to Sydney for a Queen Elizabeth. But I really hope they do it. Well, Gold Trip's not going there. Mawanga is probably not going to go. Nonconformist is there. Attrition's in the paddock. Pericles is going to have to. When's he running? Next weekend. So he's not going to back up after a week, you wouldn't no. imagine. Steinem's there at $9. Well, pfft. Alan Kerr, he's running in the All-Star Mile. He's not going to back up in a week. Alligator Blood isn't going to back up in a week. He's a shocker can start now. Mr. Brightside's not going to be there. What price is Thunder still? Elliptical. Still $6. On... Go and grab that on Sportsbet. Make sure it's only Sportsbet because obviously you have got you get your money back if he doesn't run with the futures insurance. But snap that $6 up because... When you go through the list, you're like dead set. You just have to have a better six. Because he'll run, he'll run top hits. three, top four at the very worst in an all-star mile. I feel like he'll run. He'll have a nice barrier trial next week, and I'll back up. Simple. 
what if they, what if they win the All-Star Mile and they won't go? He's not winning the All-Star Mile. Mm, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to back him. Oh, be just another donation from you. <laughs> All right, let's go do... You're still backing him to beat Animo, for fuck's sake. That's how much... <laughs> That's I've how, never backed him to beat Animo. I've never no, you, done that. You're, you're still waiting to back him against yeah, Animo. I, I, I hope they, he, they, hope run, they do run the same <laughs> You should have said his there face isn't that much, There isn't that much of a margin between them. <laughs> there isn't. Oh. There's a massive margin between the bot. You just have to cut them open and see see the size of a P-heart in Thunderstruck. <laughs> One's got a ticker. And Animo's heart's bigger than his body. The ticker. Dicker. <laughs> All right. Oh, Jesus Christ. The feature of the day is race seven. It is the new market <laughs> handicap, 1,200 metres, group one. I wish I win is $4.20 favourite. How about the tricks Moods was playing about saying he might not run this horse? Hilarious. Oh, my God. In secret, $4.20. <laughs> the, the, weight, the, weight's too, the weight's too much, even though he carried two kilos more last start. Like, come on. Anyway. Private eye. The top weight. $7.50, Lofty Strike, $8.50, Buenos Noches, $12, Mizzou, $17, Ballinipatina, $19, Front Page, $21, Star Patrol, $21. Um, quickly map, what do we think they're going to do? They're gonna do? Because there's probably there's two main speed influences, which is Snapper and Front Page. They could split. They could both go to the inside. If they both go to the inside, what are some of these horses drawn out? Who are they going to be chasing? That's a very good point. Probably, probably astrologist and maybe Star Patrol take it off if they, if they want to split. But yeah, Snapper and Front Page go forward. The astrologist, astrologist is thereabouts. I think Rock and Horse wants to be there too. So does Balanivatina. Chain of Lightning not too far away. So what's that behind them? Mazu and Star Patrol probably want to follow astrologist. I wish I win. Probably is pushed to be forward, but I don't know if he can be. Um, I think he was half blessed by them going so slow in the the lightning, and he might be a little bit uh, pushed to be close over twelve hundred meters in a faster on race. Um, Private eyes thereabouts, bonus notches out the back, so September run. Uh, Baller will be there too, and Lofty Strike's probably just about last. Right. So who are you betting on? All right. Hold on. Give me a second. I'm going to be backing. I haven't actually written anything for this, I, I, but I'm backing Private Eye and uh, Ballinipatina. Uh, Private Eye, I think, is like since since they've um, switched him around to a to the sprinting chips, he's just exploded and he's and he's just like completely gone to a new level. He's he's run pretty much the same uh, ish rating, but the the one time he didn't was at Flemington, and like the sectionals late were saying like I'm gonna get to that, I'm gonna get to that rating. Um, and that that race that the the winner stakes whatever the fuck that race is the um the nature strip race um yeah like he he was going like two to their one the last two hundred meters he had so much on them um high pressure down the straight I think like that's his go only career I have really is the just the inside gate but if they are coming down the inside gate because the speed influence is towards the inside I think he's a a great bet. I've got him five fifty, and the other horse I'm backing is Balanipatina, who I think has just, just the last two preps has just come back better. And like you can say, she's Moody Valley. She's not Moody Valley, but like the like she she I think she's just come back a better horse. Um, 
and, and like you could say like she's wet track only but like the, the first start run was electric I thought it was just as good as actually not, not just as good as I wish I win but but it was it was pretty good um I think she's she's at her best in high pre- pressure races and, and w- which is why she's probably shown her best form at Mooney Valley because they tend to run them a bit faster at Mooney Valley. I think she'll be I think she'll be forward. I think I think Craig Williams will try and get a real forward in this like first first six or so and I think she'll be right in the spot um to be making a run at them and and might look the winner at one stage and I think they'll probably be betting 25ish plus late um, in in betting, so I think I think she's a betting opportunity. I've, I've already backed Private Eye. I think they'll back it. Um, in secret is interesting because if she runs the uh, the Coolmore race at the at the weight scale, she's um she's very very much in this. But she she's just not going that well. Like she's not she, like the she last. She hasn't been pro- given the opportunity to run. Yeah, well. no, I, I agree with that. But it, like even still, I don't know. Like leading into last prep, she. Um, one she she was ninety eight point five one oh three point five one oh five point five and then she she went again um to one oh six the thing is she was fourth up there off thirty five days between four hundred and hundred they've obviously tried to to copy it and go fourteen back to twelve hundreds but they're only off sorry two seconds how it's two weeks is it two or three weeks two weeks like yeah it's probably a little bit quick of a turnaround like i would have i would have preferred to seen uh thirty five days again but um yeah, like the, the like the setup's obvious, but um, I I just don't think she's she's going as well. Um, and there's lofty strike as well, but he's he's going to be back. And if they go way too fast, maybe he's a chance. But like even still, I don't think he's he's going to have to pull off something special to be um to be winning from last. And then and the other horse is Mazu, who um, like he he just he just doesn't have the number to 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 win. I don't think like he's he's probably he's probably guaranteed to run about the first four or five or so. But he's he's just like he's he's so consistent around a level. I just don't think he'll win this. Um, and the other horse I thought was big as well was Front Page. Um, yeah, I think Front Page is big him. too. But the, they've actually cleaned that price up. <laughs> if he if it gets out. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm back in Private Eye and um, Balanivatina. Those are the two horses that I'm right. backing. I'm backing three horses, and I've got supreme clarity because I'm backing the best run in both of the lead-ups, which are the two main lead-ups for the new market each and every single year. The best run in the Lightning was I Wish I Win. Um, this horse's straight-line speed is elite, and I didn't expect him to do what he did first up over a 1,000 metres, but he ran... I know it was only a slow tempo, but his last 400, he ran in 21.04 seconds. His last 200, he ran in 10.88. Um, going to a more high-pressure race here, I don't have any queries around that at all. I think he's a deserved favourite, and I'm hoping he can win. I've also backed Lofty Strike, number nine, at $13. He's into 8.50 now, so good to see a bit of um, bit of early specking there. He was the best run in the Oakley Plate, um, 1,200 metres, yes. Dry track, yes. Straight track, yes. Um, he's bumped into a few kind of wet tracks, and even last start in the Oakley Plate, it was it was still a good track, but it it did start to rain towards the end of the day. Um, and he even in the Coolmore, he was good, but it was a wet track, so I don't think the margin between him and Eats in secret was... I think it was over-exaggerated that day. And then number one, Private Eye. 
Look, this horse caught me out when he bolted in first up. Last preparation down the straight, he carried the 60. And me too. Absolutely monstered rocking horse. So as Bot said, if the speed is drawn towards the inside, he's drawn two, then he's going to get a lovely camp off it. He will be well back, but he's just turned into a high-pressure beast, and Joe Pride would have had this plan for a very long time. So, yeah, the best run in the Lightning is I Wish I Win. The best run in the Oakley Plate was Lofty Strike, and the best first-up horse here, and probably the best horse in the race, is number one, Private Eye. Well, you have to put a lot of faith in a horse who's going to be last fence on the inside. And I don't think that's going to be the spot you want to be. So a private eye's going to be last. Yeah, that's fair. He might well, be. he's going to be near enough to. Oh, he won't. He will be forward enough. What the <laughs> fuck do you want? Forward enough? In the in the Everest, he sat like... Where did he sit in the Everest? He sat fifth in the Everest. He's not going to be sitting fifth. We sat fifth in the Everest, which is the highest pressure race. Where on earth do you think he's going to get to? From where have you got him mapped from two? Back, but not last. He'll be. He's going to be near. He's going to be closer to last than he is the than first. It's a straight line, so he'll be first. Full credit. Full credit to him if he's going to win with fifty-eight kilos. You've got to be a superstar. Oh my god! This is a race. Weights thing. This is a race to beat the handicapper. You've got to be well into the weights to win this race. And like, I don't, like I don't think... Who won with a top weight two years ago. Oh, yeah, that was a bit of an anomaly. Champions were too long. You've got to be a very good horse. It's a very, very rare you can fluke it. So the way I've broken this race down is I'm backing... My main bet is in secret. I don't think she's been vo- voided the opportunity to run A to her best or put any sort of substance on the clock this preparation um, she arguably should have won last start she was in the inferior going and she was the only horse to make up significant ground all day so that doesn't help and she was beaten by J-Mac riding competitively which that's just racing so she was unlucky and she she should have won in my humble opinion so had she had the picket fence there and she had a, she'd have a few less doubters here Last time she saw the Flemington straight, she absolutely fucking kicked everyone's head in. So I'm happy that no one is on in secret because this is this is the Coolmore all over again. No one wanted to be with her in the Coolmore. Everyone wanted to be with Jack and I. Everyone wanted to be with this and that. No one was with her. J-Mac riding the lights out. We don't have J-Mac, unfortunately. But J-Car, 51.5 kilos. She's arguably one of the... She's arguably got the best figure at Flemington in this race and she's gonna get six and a half kilos from uh, Private Eye and she's getting five kilos from I Wish I Win I don't think they're that much better than her and they've got to give her a stack of weight and and that's gonna be significant in this race I believe uh, the two three year olds Lofty Strike and Bonas Notches are dangers I do believe um They've both ran super in the lead-ups. And I think the forgotten horse in the race is Mazu. I think he does go a little bit better with his toe mm. in the ground slightly. But he's going good, and I just don't think he's a $17 chance. Like, if you're giving Private Eye a chance, you've got to give Mazu a chance because Private Eye only just beat Mazu home in an Everest. So, one's $17 and one's 7 So, I don't 
have anything against I wish I win, uh, punters will remember I backed him before most. <laughs> we got him we at $6, him at $6 in when he, handicap. <laughs> we got him at, if only we could go back in time. We backed him at $6 and he started $2.50 and we all went, wow, who's this horse? So I don't have anything against him. I love the horse, but unfortunately in big group one races, you've got to take a set against mm. a horse. And he's the horse that I'm taking a set against because he might come out and blow them away and be this new toy, new shiny toy that we all want him to be. But he's going to be back and he's going to have a lot to do. And it's a, it's a hard race to win when you've got a spruik on you. And there's the numbers one and three saddlecloth. They've got they've got a fair job in front of them with the weight At they've got to carry. At least he's not $2.80 anymore, which is what he was all in for quite some yeah, time. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, he's still going to need a lot of luck, and whether it's all smoke, smoke screens and mirrors, moods, sucking about the weight or not, but we'll wait <laughs> to see on Saturday. But cool. yeah, I'm pretty happy to be within circuit. She's given me no reason to jump off her. She was good first up in the inferior going also, and she was in the inferior last start. She gets back to the track that she's arguably run her best race. She'll be right. I've got full faith in her. Um, so yeah, I'm backing in secret, and I could chip away some, at some savers on the two three-year-olds, Lofty Strike, Bonnes Notches, and and a little bit on Marzu because I think he's just far too big. But happy to take on Private Eye, and I wish Point I win. Day, she'll be right. Um, I just want to add a couple more things. Bonnes Notches obviously will improve out to 1,200 meters, and he gets him with the featherweight 15 and a half kilo, so no knocks there. Um, two more things. Craig Williams didn't ride Balanipatina first up. It was Ben Malam. Do we think? Craig Williams chose Buenos Noches or do we think he was already engaged in the ride on Buenos Noches and then Bell Nipotino accepted like because oh, I'm not sure about that I've got no idea could he be bothered making the weight is Bonas going that good that he could be bothered getting down possibly well Bell Nipotino was, was probably a better run thought. than Buenos Noches or they were probably Buenos Noches would probably run off his legs a little bit at a thousand metres but still I just thought that was interesting. Willow's probably thinking he just wants to make sure that he's got the ride of the William Reed and the Quokka. True. The Quokka. Four million dollar race. Well, it's a four million dollar race. Um, yeah, Alright, let's move on. Are we done yet? Trivia. Uh, the other interesting note in this race is Frosty on the Astrologist. I've figured out why he's riding this horse. Because the Astrologist is going to that Dubai sprint. Uh, so, two and two together. I think Frosty's just wants to have another ride. <laughs> Uh, one horse has won the new market um, first up in recent memory. Who is it? Hold on, I know, I'll know this. I looked um, back 20 years and I couldn't find another one. Oh, well, maybe not. But um, it's recent. Did. Did. No. He won two of them. Of course not. Um, There's a giveaway. He won hmm? two new markets. Oh, Red Correct. Coke Warrior. 2071, yeah. sorry, 2017, 2000. $31 SP, yeah. I'm getting my years and my SPs mm. entwined, um, yeah. yeah. And Osborne, Osborne Bulls like was coming down the yeah. outside. Sick, sick, you didn't have to bring that up, you didn't have to bring Osborne Bulls up. <laughs> oh, let's move on to race eight after that. The Shaftesbury <laughs> Avenue is a group three handicap over 1,400 metres. Ayrton. $3.20. He's been a while off the scene. Scalopini is the top weight. Good last start. Winner at Flemington, four eighty. Visionari, $8. Worst fold, 10 Savannah Cloud, 11 Life Lessons, 12 
Uh, yeah, Ayrton's the easiest bet of all time, I think. Um, of all time? No, nah, not of all time. But he's That's a good a quote bet. straight from the Dicko playbook. <laughs> no, the, it, yeah, he's he's maintained a consistent rating throughout his entire career, pretty much. He, like he he came onto the scene and he was like this big, massive rating horse. And then, like, that was just him. Like, he came on as, like, a late three-year-old and, and like, that was... Like, he had no improvement, um, like, as a... Uh, like, with age improvement. Um, he, that's just him. But that's fine. That's good enough to win this. Um, and the last two preparations, they've tried to extend him to 1,800 metres and it obviously didn't work. He's trialled pretty sharply and at eight, uh, 1,400 metres fresh. I think he's, he's best when he's fresh, I think, as well. Um, I think the maps the map works out perfectly for Jamie Carr, who's ridden him um, while he's running his best rating so I, th- I think I think it's closer to a three dollar chance I think it's a very 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 good bet yeah I'm singing from the same hymn book um, when I first looked at this race I kind of wanted to back Scalopini because Ayrton's a horse I've taken on a couple of times and I've probably got him right but then I dived a little bit deeper into the race and 1400 meter fresh is probably when he's produced some of his best form he's five starts for four wins and a second First up, dry track, Flemington, 1,400 metres, all massive ticks. Gets a nice map with Jamie Carr. Um, the only time he's lost first up was when he gave I Wish I Win 2 kilos in the Testarossa last prep at Sandown, and he just chased him down. But this horse is back from an injury. Um, that's still that spider bite, I'm pretty sure. I don't think he's raced since then. Um, and his recent trial, nah. you just have to go back and watch it. It was outstanding, uh, covered ground. And he came home down the outside and he won it really nicely. So he's a horse who's always had a, a big spook on him and he's always had a lot of talent. But I think given that we've we've kind of forgotten about him a little bit now, the spook's kind of worn off a little bit. And now we're getting $3.50 in an, one of the easier races he's probably contested. Like he went Testarosta, he went into the Five Diamonds Prelude and then he went into the Five Diamonds last, last prep um, they're all pretty decent races. They were won by Ellsberg. Rest in peace, unfortunately. But, yeah. What? Did Ellsberg die? Yeah. What the fuck? I didn't know that. A couple months ago. What the fuck? But, yeah. I think Ayrton is an outstanding bet here. Um, he just gets his perfect setup. I'm also backing Daisies, by the way. Sweet. Yeah, like, Daisy's is good fresh as well, like, 1,400 metres. Like, she's got some good ratings there and, and like, good form as well. Scalopini will still be hard to beat, won't he? Like, he'll find the front. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But he's... But, like, I think Ayrton's got him covered by a fair bit. Yeah. I think Ayrton will win. I think it's, it's a tricky bet. race. I don't know if Ayrton's completely trustworthy just yet. I need to see it, I think. I'm, I was kind of that of that opinion as well, but... It kind of just slaps you in the face. His first up form, coming off trials, uh, coming off some hot trials. I think he's back. I don't know. I'm, I'm happy to chime in. $3.50 seems an acceptable bet. The stable mate, Visanari, his better form has been with his toe in the ground, I think. He won one day. He won first up over 1,400 metres at Flemington last preparation, but he was a dollar fifty and only beat Mr. Exclusive and the Garden by ahead the garden should have won it's just inferior form isn't it mm. yeah yeah I think so right. let's roll on to the last this race had me a little bit grayed up 
It is a 1400 meter oh. contest again, and the favorite is is it me? Three dollars twenty for Daniel Bowman and Jamie Carr coming off two sort of provincial wins. Um, where was the debut? Uh, it was at Penhurst. Right, Penhurst, and then oh, went to Morganville and won really nice again. Three dollars twenty favorite from Meredith six. Jenny Jerome seven fifty. Superring eight. Lethal Thoughts eight fifty. And Climbing Star eleven dollars. Uh, yeah, this is this is a, a another. I'm betting up a lot this this card, and it's probably going to go one. But like, there's two chances. I'm either going to have a fucking a, a big day or a really bad day. Um, but yeah, is it me? Like, I know this. I know you. You probably look at the form guy and you think it's oh, it's one of, it's one of Maiden at Penshurst and then the, a, a one a race at uh, Morfordville. But like the times, the late time this horse has been running and like just enormous the, I think this is a this is a genuine A grade horse disguised in weak races um yeah um yeah I don't, I don't know what to say I think it'll be four Jamie Carr goes on from M Julius uh, uh yeah it, it, the substance to its breeding as well it's Ifraj out of a, a mare that was placed in a group uh, a group three in a, a listed race in France um, yeah, and and Daniel Bowman in the last six months is fifteen from sixty eight, at twenty two percent strike rate and forty forty point nine percent profit on turnover. So he's hot. I think this is a like a genuine sort of A grade filly. I I think this is a very 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 good horse, and you're getting a decent price to find out against some very average horses. Not very average horses, but I think I think she's a bit better than these, and she gets a a good map versus them. I could definitely be persuaded into coming into this horse, but I'm not sure yet. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Okay. I I think it's a two eighty chance. I think I think it just I think it's a very very likely winner of this race. I think it's I think it's very good. And and like I'm not a, a trial trial perv, but like yeah, it it towered over Tuvalu and, and like had it mm. cold. Tuvalu is in the chair. And the, and the, like, the other trials are still hot as well. Oh, well, Tuvalu's Tuvalu, like the Group 1 horse. Right, no doubt me, Bot and I will be at Flemington and it'll be the last race of the day and he'll be keen. No, I don't think oh, I can you can't go. go. That's right, I'll be by myself. Oh, well, I'll see if I can get work off, but I'll see work. if I can do. You're not going to make much money at work, mate. <laughs> anyway, it'll be the last race at Flemington and I'll probably end up coming with. Right, that is Flemington wrapped up. I've just got two bets at Rose Hill. Um, the rail is in the true position. And we go to race four, the Magic Knight Stakes. I'm pretty happy to bet on number six, Steel City. This horse was a tragedy beaten in the Blue Diamond last start. Obviously went up favorite and for good reason, has those unreal form lines around learning to fly and red resistance. Um, Learned to fly one on the weekend and Red Resistance ran second to the new slipper favourite in Cylinder. So that's the grouse. Draws barrier one. Regan Bayless is actually riding really well at the moment. So I think he'll find the coffin again. Hopefully he just finds a gap. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, he. Oh, no, she. Is he here? She. She. She's a filly. Mm -hmm. um, she's going to get pretty much the same map she got in the Blue Diamond again. It's just a matter of whether she can get out. I think she may be a small query at 1,200 metres, but this is not going to be the same pressure as a Blue Diamond, obviously. So she's just going to get the grouse run up on speed. 
The danger is the top weight, Blanc de Blanc, but it's drawn barrier 13 with James McDonald aboard, who uh, who we know has been suspended. So if it's back in the ruck, then I don't think J-Mac is going to be wanting to um, do anything wrong again. It's probably going to have to circle the whole field from 13, and I just don't think you can give a, a good horse like Steel City a big start and run it down oh, Still all City. things the same. So pretty happy to bet on Steel City there. As if you're backing Steel City. That that thing has got no ticker. No ticker. What do you mean? No ticker. I hate that should've, horse. Should have won a Blue Diamond. I know. It should have won a Blue well, Diamond. I don't know if you can say it should have won because you never really got to see... No, nah, it shouldn't you... have won. No, it wasn't going to win. But still, I did my ass on it, so I don't <laughs> like it. You, you, never, you never got to see it actually get out, so I don't think you had it... <laughs> yeah. It wasn't afforded the opportunity to actually see what it would have done. But anyway, I'm happy to back it up. And then in race six, it's a pretty obvious one, but the file-up stakes, number seven, Zoo Gotcha. She's probably a little bit too short now to back. She's into $1.65, but she does look the most likely winner. She was awesome, I thought, first up. Um, she did a bit of work, and she got into a bumping duel with In Secret. Uh, J-Mac just doing his best to put the elbows up and get the, the favorite back onto the fence, which he did to great success. But this race is... Probably a similar setup to the the last race. Zoo Gotcha will go forward, sit OSL, and should be extremely hard to beat. While the two dangers are Madame Pomery and Fireburn, who both get back in the run. So again, there probably shouldn't be as big a gap between Zoo Gotcha and Madame Pomery, a dollar sixty five and five fifty. But Zoo Gotcha just looks looks a mile. I'm going to just say it. Um, she would have been a, a very good chance to run in the Coolmore, but. Walla wanted to scratch from the wire barrier. Draws the grouse here. Much easier race. Own set, uh, own age group. Walla's a nothing. Mm. You can't be backing dollar sixty chances, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I'll see. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm joking. I can. You've seen me do it before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll see. It might get out a little bit, and if it doesn't, it might just be a multiplay. Um, but anyway, what, what it's race, race is six. It? I found it. Found it. Found it. What about Fireburn? Isn't she? She's all right. I don't know if she's still with us. She gets. Is she that? I don't bad? know if she's still with us. With us, I just don't know. She started two forty versus Zugotcha. She got smashed, but still. Yeah. I, I don't know if um nah because Revolutionary Miss was in that race as well. Oh, that yeah. race. I don't think Fireburn is still with us. And even if she is, if she ends up winning this race, then I get a, bo- a bottle of Grey Goose out of Stuber anyway. So I don't need to pack her. <laughs> 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 no, I think that's it. I don't I don't have anything. The Cornwall Classics race, eight, it's $5.50 the field. Ana Visto from Hinged, Hope in Your Heart, Ruthless Dame, Yearning. But I don't think I'll be having to bet anyone else. Uh, what about Espiona? Melbourne only, isn't she? What about Espiona? She looks pretty well suited there. Oh, here we go. She's probably she going to go back to Sydney and lay in, lay out the whole straight. Oh, and run no, 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 no. This is happening. Espiona will win the Coolmore Stakes and, Mick and Mickey D <laughs> will win another Group 1. I'm calling Espiona is going to win the Coolmore and, I don't know, Nick's going to yeah, have to Yeah, and do she's something. $10 and you're not even going to have a bet because you're so stubborn. She's ten dollars. Have a bet. I'm Have not a bet. bet. No. 
Kiss your money up the wall. Have a bet. I think she's a good chance there. She'd start now. All right. This has been a great podcast so far, but... Hmm. Well, it's pretty short. Are we yeah, done now? Let's go to... Not far off. Best bet, best lay, best each way, and then we'll wrap up with questions. Who wants to go first? I don't know what my best bet is. I've got a couple oh, best bets. I've always got a couple best They're all going to win, so... Um... I'll go. My best bet is Ayrton. I think I think Ayrton is a very good bet. Do you, do your full set. My do best full lay. Set, yeah. My best. My I'll go. My best uh, value is uh, daisies in in Ayrton's race. Um, and my best <laughs> lay. Your best bet's Ayrton, and your what? best no, value not. is daisies in the same race. Yeah, I don't really other. I don't really have any other. Uh, maybe, maybe private I can be my value. You can get eight dollars for it. No, that doesn't classify. It's ten dollars or above. Oh, okay. Um. Oh no, Ballon Ballon may be my value. Okay. Ballon is my value. Ayrton's my best bet, and my best lay is. I'll go. What price is Alva done? Four eighty. Is that short enough to have a yeah. as a lay? Yeah. All right. That'll be my. For Jackson Oldham, it is. That's brave. You're back in the two dollar favorite. You're laying the second favorite. Fuck me. Nico, you've given us nothing not this podcast, so you can't really speak. Give yeah. us something now. Give us your best bet. You haven't told me I'm wrong. You knew enough. that. You knew that I didn't have much. Yeah, well, that's all right. I'm just here yeah. for moral support tonight. That's all right. Give <sighs> us your best bet. Best bet. What oh, you need. Stole mine. Till it hurts. <laughs> Best uh, over value can be Bonas Notches or Marzu. Even though I think N Secret's a good bet, I think they they both shouldn't be the prices they are. And my lay is gonna be let's go to Sydney and lay something. Stand by punters. This is a hard day for life. <laughs> is. <sighs> Come on. This is, this is great. Place. Yeah, that's a good one. He was terrible first up, to be honest. Right, my best bet is, is what you need, but I'll give the punters shock him over in race one. So we're going balls up if the first two favourites don't win or if they both lose, we're broke. Literally broke. My best value. Oh, look, I got thirteen dollars off the strike, but he's not really double figures anymore. I sort of think race six, if Wetor brings his absolute best form, then seventeen dollars does look a best a good price. He was run off his legs probably first up at sixteen hundred meters, gets to two thousand. He could improve sharply. Dry track, two thousand meters, Flemington. And my best lay will be in the same race. It's not a confident lay, right you are, but it has to come to an end eventually. He's had two PRs in slowly run races on top of the speed, and Maricino is going to make sure he knows he's in a race this time around. So mm. Maricino is yeah, the on-top selection in that race, and Huerto could be overs if he improves drastically off his first up run. All right, let's get to the questions. My Instagram says, wondering if you can... Please tip 
10 winners on top. Thanks. Sweet. We'll try. <laughs> yeah, no worries, mate. <laughs> Stu says, serious question. Is it time to ban whips slash the persuader in Australian racing? Fat no. No. No, probably stupid but too. What are, you, what are your actual thoughts around the public image of it and everything? I think, I think you just have to... Well, there'd be more falls if, if they if didn't they have, have the whips. People so. just don't really, people just don't really understand that the, the non-racing public. But you can't please everyone, and they, they don't want to understand it. So that's yeah. Gary Chalmers is everybody to line. Is everybody ready to line their pockets with freak of nature this week? We didn't really give that horse <laughs> much love, but he did win beating Fist of Fury on debut. Any chance? Oh, it's a chance, but oh, the map was a little bit. Yeah, out in 12. I thought Fist of Fury would improve versus yeah, it. 100%. Josh Ryan says, what is passive-aggressive ceiling? Have we seen it on Saturday? No. No, it's a good horse. No, we haven't seen her ceiling yet, no. You, you can't put is she going to go to the Galaxy? Because that looks a great race for her. Probably. Yeah, probably. That'd be the right race for her. It depends. She can win. Is the Galaxy a handicap? Yeah, the Galaxy is a handicap, yeah. Yeah. So it's like the Oakley plate, but in Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. But it's on a heavy 10 most yeah, of the time. Okay. But there's some problems. <laughs> yeah. it, it can def- It's a better field. It can definitely win the Galaxy. It's a better field than the It can win point. the Galaxy. Um, if they kept it in work throughout the winter and went over to Adelaide for the sank start, then she'd probably be immoral. All right. Isaac mm. Bishop says, what are we backing in the bloke, uh, the Black Opal or the Canberra Cup on Monday? Oh, I was meant to do this for someone, but I forgot. Um, Canberra know. Cup let me just get it up Zayrak $3.80 favourite Sacramento Hello Darkness my old friend four forty. Arapaho $5 Almania six fifty. not even going to say the horse's name $7 number 6 give me, give me a message and I'll get back to you I don't even know what if Sacramento can like, actually get out of the called? barriers he'll be hard to oh, beat oh, don't worry don't worry about he, what, what track is it at what's Canberra. track called? Canberra Give me a message and I'll talk. I'll, I'll, Didn't Mugger 2 win a Canberra Cup? No. No, he won a Newcastle Cup, didn't he? Stand by. I can't even. It would have been one. It was, I'm pretty sure it was Mugger 2. He definitely won a Newcastle Cup as well, but. That was an, that's, that was an absolute. Probably the last winner, Kiribati. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Little. Uh, in the black opal, he did. Mugger two one. This hurts me to say. Hope Tears Invincible goes there. As much as it's going to hate me to cheer for Mick D, I'm on <laughs> at $111 for the Percy Sykes. Yeah, right. It's in the $34. Oh, and in the Adelaide Cup, Trav Noonan put a bet out for Ahmad for our great mate Zach Spain at 26 bucks. I'm on there, and he's into $11. So cheering on Spanos, Spanos in the Adelaide Cup. Oh, jeez. It'd be very hard to take those two Ma Yusuf horses on trust. Grand Prom and Persan. Oh, they had going. They could. Let's not even get started about Grand Promenade last start. Six dollars in the They could be dollars. deep in the chair. All right. Uh, why is Rockin' Horse 30 to 1? Says Sam Battelado. She's no fucking good. Yeah, she's not that good. She just got, got lucky a couple of times. Um, so. she's also had a, she also had a foot problem, didn't she? And she. Was only just in the Oakley yeah. plate. She had some type of she had some type of injury. She missed the uh, lightning. 
Like Carl Wilkendorter says, is this D Day for fire fraud? Um, Who fire? Is he talking I think about fire, fire burn? burn. What, what's the other? What's the other <laughs> surefire? That's the other one. But I think he's talking about fire burn. Um, fire burn's probably had about four D Days already. <laughs> Slipper curse. Maybe it is real. Chalmers also for the RP listening. The real whacker in the brown uh, adversary at Cheltenham on Thursday. Brown Adversary, Cheltenham Thursday. Oh. I don't know what that is. But the Cheltenham Festival's on. So is that That's a jumps cool. race? Yeah, I might, might do some UK jumps for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 30 field handicap. Good luck trying to find the winner there. All right. Sure enough, darts, you'll hit one eventually. <laughs> Matt Ersek says, not a question, uh, but you ever repeat audios of your tips or who you're against? Um, and then he's kind of say like, do you just replay it? to show when you're right or when when you're wrong I think he more means um, you hear enough about it when you're right <laughs> I think he really wanted to uh, stick the pen through us for giving shit to Munamek who absolutely bolted in last week oh no nah, full credit to Munamek honestly <laughs> that was a super win I was actually kind of hoping he was going to the Achuka Cup because there was talks of Talks him going to the Achuka Cup on Sunday. But <laughs> Back you know, again. You know, um, apparently he just thrives on racing. So full credit you know, Apparently yeah. he hates, hates being Nick in the Nick Ryan actually wanted an all-star mile spot. That would have been probably too big a jump. I don't, I don't think RV were... They probably should give him one the way the race is going. He won a benchmark 84. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a big jump. At least he'd he actually accept his invitation. True. Probably going better than... Um, what's its name? Um... She's a belter that got a yeah. Oh, that's just... Yeah, she needs to show something this week. And the last question of the day is from betting underscore Buddha. Should uh, the Nacho have had some gear on for the head uh, for the new market headgear new market? The Nacho. Nacho. What? What are you talking about? Who's Nacho? I don't know. <laughs> Nacho headgear. I'm not sure who he's talking about there. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Can't help you. Um, no clue. No, couldn't tell you. Anyway. Oh, no, bonus notches. Oh, yeah. Probably talking about bonus notches. Um, I don't know. I don't think he's good enough to win anyway. I just think sure. first up over a thousand meters, a thousand meters probably not quite his go. The wheels kind of spun early, and then late he was strong through the line. He got past Nature Strip in the final bounds, but five hundred meters definitely suits oh, so him I don't, I don't know if he needs headgear. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Is that is that that's all the questions? questions? Thank you, punters. I'll see you out at Flemington if you're there. Bot might be there. Nick won't be there. See if I can get work off. We'll see what All Star Mile is next week. Um, I'll be very busy but hopefully we can still get a podcast in we'll be fine um, looking at a great race it is falling by the wayside a little bit but yeah good luck on the podcast. we're going to have a special guest next week next are we going to announce that now or are you going to wait who's that uh, well, I, haven't, I, I don't even know about this I think it's confirmed yeah well you don't you're on a need to know basis <laughs> I'm on the fucking podcast just tell the punters if, if oh, they've so. been good enough to listen this far then they deserve to know who we might be yeah, having on the podcast everyone's turned off by now Potentially Shark Nader will be back. Nick Sharky might be back on the podcast. Beautiful. Good luck this weekend, Connors, and we'll see you back here next Thursday night. Cheers.